Alcohol. Alcohol. Another. I thought we were doing a test. I'm sorry. Uh, I did a test already. Oh. <laughs> we're gonna cut this out. No, leave it. Okay. Leave it. That's that's fun shit. Um, this week we're doing another first. We are drinking alcohol for the first time on an episode. Hi, my name is Sarah. Um, today I am your host, and I brought Witch's Brew, which is a spiced red wine made by Leelanau Cellars, which is a winery in northern Michigan. I've had Witch's Brew before. I like it. I used to drink this all, like, every Halloween, my dad would have, like, a little... David's trying um, to get it. My, my biological dad would have, like, a get-together, yeah. and... We would always drink like witch's brew or something like they always went to all the little wineries around them and then they'd go wine tasting That was actually my 21st birthday. They took me wine tasting. That's adorable. And we would drink witch's brew and just like Chant things around the fire. No, I'm kidding. We would just bullshit. Oh, I was gonna say that sounds like a shit ton of fun <laughs> Chant things around the we, fire now. Well, we would always take a picture and it'd be me and Sam like pretending we were summoning Satan around this giant fire course i do have a funny wine story that i heard the other day yeah um apparently this raccoon broke into a church and what yeah it drank all of the communion wine and like <laughs> half of the freaking jesus crackers so they said that he's like 80 percent more religious and everything he's the next messiah like, all the jokes <laughs> just kept happening about it jesus crackers that's the thing that's what the guy called it jesus crackers that is what the guy i called had it. a kid in okay <laughs> I took I took AP history for whatever reason. I'm so bad at history. That's besides the point. I've had like a two in that class out of four. That's besides the point. Okay, but this kid in that class, he he brought just a box of communion crackers because he had them at church, and then he just started like wanting them. So he's just sitting there in class, just eating this giant. It was like a. They're, they're little, like, one-inch squares, and they looked like styrofoam, the ones that he got. They, they taste, taste like styrofoam. Yeah! <laughs> and he's just sitting there just munching on them. It was like a giant box of them just in class, just popping communion crackers. See, our, our church Pop. always just used pieces of bread. Like, we would just get, like, those big baked loaves, and they would pass them around, mm -hmm. and we would just pull off a piece of actual bread. We never did the lame-ass crackers. So we always... That sounds a lot better. The it is a lot, a lot better. Granted, we didn't do real wine. That was the downside. Yeah, it was always grape juice. Yeah, it was always grape juice. I only got always real wine at the Catholic Church. Yeah, Catholics Catholics do real wine. I don't... They, they like their wine. I, th I think that's the first time I actually had wine was at church because mom was like, yeah, screw it, go ahead. And at that time she gave up with me, so the fact that I was like, let me try, she's like, all right, fine. I do remember one time, so my church always had unleavened bread, which is actually really good. But I went to a friend's church one time and like, I had always had grape juice. And so when they asked for like communion and it was a Catholic church this time and I went up thinking, you know, grape juice, I did not get grape juice. It was not what I expected. I still drank it, but I was like, damn, that tasted weird. That did not taste like grapes. <laughs> I do want to point out the fact that the reason you picked this, because you told me, you told us that it was because spooky 
seasons coming around the corner. Yeah. And yet somehow we just went complete religious instead of spooky. Uh, that can be pretty spooky, man. Have I mean, you fair seen enough, some, but... some of the stuff that people make about, you know, religions well, and besides? Have you heard the headlines of the Catholic Church? Have you heard the headlines about most religious organizations? Jeez, religious organizations are fucking weird, okay? I put that shit right up there with aliens and conspiracies and all the other shit because it's Illuminati. fucking weird. <laughs> Illuminati, all of it. And I'm, the, and I'm the conspiracy nut. I never said I wasn't the conspiracy <laughs> But you give me so much crap for the conspiracies. Because you picked the worst ones. <laughs> Fucking hollow earth. I was going to say John's over here I like, mean, no, the earth is hollow. <laughs> it, in Europe, to tie spookiness with religion... There are a lot of cathedrals and old churches that have buried dead people in them. Oh, yeah. All yeah. Over. Like, well, oh, it's yeah. like West, Westminster yeah. Abbey in London. Dead people everywhere. Like, literally, you, you go through in some of these areas, and it's literally, you, you see all the names, and it's all of, like, the past royals. Yeah. And it's just a literal wall of dead bodies. Well, that's like, what yeah. is it, the French catacombs? Where it's just the all catacombs. the skeletons and bones yeah. and shit that they have just, just lining it. Just skeletons on top I, of skeletons. Was yeah. that religious? Or, I can't that remember the story actually, about the catacombs. I think, um, related to the plague. Yeah. They yeah. didn't have anywhere else to bury their dead, so it's they started spooky. storing them under. Oh, it's not just spooky, dude. It's <laughs> yes. scary as fuck. Oh. I actually want, like, if I ever go to France, that's one of the reasons I would go to Chicago. I Colorado. would actually want to go to the catacombs one day. I feel like, if nothing else, that would be cool. I I would definitely want a guided tour because I know there's yes. a lot of places that like you can get lost down there like there's well, places that are closed off I don't exactly. think they'll let you go down there without yeah like yeah. an official guide no but there has been tour. there has been splunkers that go down there there's yeah. actually one video I don't know how true it is I don't know if they ever found the guy but he went splunking in the freaking French catacombs and like he's running from something he drops a camera it disappears uh yeah, not sure if it's true or not. Maybe he just got scared in the dark or some shit. But... I mean, are you sure it's not directly taken from As Above, So Below? The yeah, that's what I was just saying. So in the catacombs, I have yes. that movie, but I've never watched it. Oh, it's we gotta so watch good. it. It's really good, actually. I was surprised. I, no, when I say it's good, don't get me wrong. I love bad horror movies. That's yeah. like one of my favorite things about horror movies is it can be fucking terrible, and I still yes. have a thrill watching it. And I'm like, yep. I love this. I don't care that it's shitty. It's one of my favorites. I don't know that this is necessarily shitty, but it does have some really good scares. Um, mm-hmm. the, the worst part, though, is that it's a lot of shaky cam. Okay, I, I'm fine with that. I mean, I've seen Blair Witch and Cloverfield. It's yeah. almost shot um, like Blair Witch. Like, it's shot almost like a documentary mm-hmm. style. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of bad horror Blair movies, Witch. it can't be as bad as something like fucking Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That's Sharknado. Like, or Sharknado. <laughs> I saw that in theaters. Is that horror though? That's more like one of those action movies like Jaws and Twister, ironically. Like a thriller. (laughs) considered a horror movie. Jaws is a horror movie. I guess. The shark was supposed to be like menacing. Like it it was supposed to be antagonistic. I do have a funny story about Jaws actually. So I was watching, what was I watching? I was watching something on the internet about it. It was like all movie documentaries bullshit. And there's a scene where, like, they tried to make the shark look bigger than what it was. So they had, like, a regular-sized shark actually floating mm-hmm. in the water. And they had this midget dressed up as a scuba diver, right? But they were freaking idiots because in order to make it size proportion, they gave him a really small scuba tank because they figured, well, he's half the size of a normal human being. No. They only need half the air. No. And they almost killed this poor guy <laughs> trying to get the shot. No. Because they just Goodness. they just thought, oh, well, he's half the size. They just need half the air. Oh, no. 
I heard that. I was like, you oh freaking God. people can't be that dumb. Like, oh come on. Yes, That's sizest. Sizest. <laughs> Oh so, uh, real quick, let's kind of talk a little bit about what we're drinking. It is a sweet red wine. It's like a red blend, uh, and it's spiced. Now, we're drinking it straight out of the bottle. Well, not straight. Um, we in glasses cups. from the bottle. But it says on the back to enjoy it warm. I am not a warm, like, yeah. spiced wine person. That is not how I do things. But this is rather sweet. Uh, I have an unpopular opinion about this stuff. Yeah. It reminds me of every basic white girl that wears yoga <laughs> pants, Uggs, and drinks pumpkin spice lattes in every single fall. Yeah. I was that actually going to mention yeah. that. It's, it's like all yeah. of, it's like that person distilled into a wine. Yes. So I guess it's a bad time to say I don't drink wine, but I actually like this. I was basic actually going to... Basic white girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you this haven't expanded your palate for wine. No, I mean, or I I've tried wine. You, you haven't even boots. bought me. I don't want to see you in Ugg boots and yoga pants, though. Are you Let's sure? I mean, I'll wear leggings just for you, David. But Susan... No. Oh, yeah, that's technically a <laughs> no. spooky season talk. We uh, for uh, Nobody else knows, oh, really, Susan. but yeah. for yeah, work, me. I dressed up as a hooker. Maybe. That was Maybe hilarious. Susan. No, that was hilarious because he had me do his makeup for him, and what I did was so I gave him like the cliche, like real raunchy hooker, like so... definitely has a disease makeup. And then I was like, you know what? We need to make this a little bit uncomfortable for people, so I darkened his beard a little bit. Somebody said, <laughs> what? Somebody said I look like the stepsister from Shrek. He you know, did. Who's the guy? <laughs> he did because the... he tried to take it off, but like he. No, but the best part was. I, w- I went into the men's bathroom to check everything, and then I'm not going to mention his name, but somebody else was in the room with me. They were also dressed up as a female for Halloween. And then this other guy, I don't remember his name, so I can't mention it. We'll just call him Steve, walks in, and then the second he sees me and the other guy, like a deer in headlights. And I went, No, 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 you're in the right bathroom. And he went, Oh, thank God. I just walked right into the fucking stall. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't surprise me. The the second best part was when they were actually announcing the winners for the contest. And I was number four. And you hear, and in fourth place is Susan. And you just hear, like, two people behind me. Who the fuck is Susan? And then I just turn around and I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, you're good. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. I know John has a uh, haunted house story. The one I lived in? Yeah. So I lived on... It was a two-story house. It was the second house my family got when we moved up here in Michigan. Yeah. It was the second house that me and my family got when we moved up here in Michigan. And fucking, like, when we first got it, we were all ecstatic. Found out later that my dad, my dad had, like, a sixth sense of things. All right? Like, he didn't see dead people, but he definitely felt them. I see dead people. (laughs) But... He Dead sat the there. He, he still <laughs> sat there and he, he still agreed to the house because we all wanted it. We were dumb, whatever. And freaking, like, whatever the fuck was in that house just, like, did its rounds. Okay? So, like, after a while, like, I didn't notice anything. You know? I'm, I was, what, 12, 13 at the time? I didn't fucking pay attention to what the fuck was going on in the house. And I just remember I was walking upstairs because we had a basement, but it was also a second story floor. I was walking up to the second story uh of the second story of the house with my cat because my cat didn't want to go upstairs for any reason but she was like crying at the steps so I was like okay whatever 
grab the cat, walk upstairs, and the way the stairs were, it was the stairs going up, and then it was like that half wall that they have so like nobody falls over mm-hmm. instead of like railings. And as I poke my head up, my sister goes, <gasps> and scares the fuck out of the cat. The cat scratches the shit out of me and runs away. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Because it was my mom and my two sisters. And they're like, we think the house is haunted. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? And they're like, yeah, look. And because the house had new carpet, there was like footprints, like really small, like probably like a four-year-old, five-year-old girl size footprints going around the carpet. And I'm like, you guys are fucking on crack or something because there's no nothing here. Like, I didn't feel anything. After that, like, I want to say like somewhere between half of a week or a week later, I'm in my room and I had one of those beds that it was the desk underneath, but like a bunk bed. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there sleeping and or at least trying to sleep and i do not know what but outside my freaking hallway it just felt like somebody was fucking staring at me long story short this fucking house scared the shit out of everybody we were all sleeping in my parents room we had a mattress on the floor for me and my sister lisa and then uh my other sister jen was sitting in the uh, bed with mom and dad and even then, it got so bad that we had to drag all the pets upstairs, except for the dogs because they stayed outside. But it was just bad enough that we all got scared shitless. And there was a couple events. How about the ceiling? I was getting to that. There's, okay. My mom is a clean freak. You've seen it. Mm-hmm. She's an absolute clean freak. There was maggots on the ceiling in the kitchen. And she'd brush them off. There's no, uh, there's like no holes that they like poke through or anything. We had the house checked. There's no dead thing in the ceiling. You know, like, you would smell it at first, but Mm -hmm. there was nothing up there. And she brushed them all off. They came back. Like, it got to the point where we were like, what the hell is going on in this house? We had, like, it was literally poltergeist. We had the TVs going on and off. We had people singing shit, people hearing shit, people feel like, everything you could think of going under the sun. One of the things that happened, it was, uh, I'm not going to mention his name, but he was a friend of ours from New York. He came up to visit, and... We didn't know he even showed up, but we hear him. He's like, yeah, I'm here. And we're like, who the fuck is he talking? Who, what? And then he came upstairs and we're like, what are you doing here? And I'm going to say his name is Fred. He's like, well, I was walking inside and somebody was like, hey, Fred, you're back. And we're like, nobody fucking said shit, dude. Like, we didn't hear anything. We didn't say anything. Then another time, my cousin came to pick up my sister and she saw somebody at the window waving at her. My sister was in the shower, and my cousin calls my sister. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, what do you mean? What are you doing? She's like, I just saw you wave at me. Fucking come downstairs. We're late for work. And she's like, I didn't wave at you. She's like, I just fucking saw you. My sister calls my dad, freaking out. And my dad, like I said, he has a sixth sense. He's like, don't worry. They're not going to hurt you. And she's like, they? And he's like, they're not going to hurt you. Just go. And, like, everybody was petrified of this fucking house. The worst one, and it was kind of like... That's it. We're done. My sister was sitting in the bed with my mom. Everybody's sleeping. And next thing you know, she just wakes up fucking screaming. And we calmed her down, tried to get, like, what the hell's going on. She said that she was, like, laying down in a dead sleep. And she woke up. And she saw basically, like, a shadow person, like, at the foot of the bed. And then in, like, one second, like, right to her face. That she was, like, scared, paralyzed almost. That she tried to push my mom and dad like trying to push away from him screaming and that's what woke everybody up after that we were fucking out of that house we couldn't deal with it no more it you was... told me one about a bird too the bird the bird that you guys had whitney yeah 
What about her? I thought you said there was something where, like, um, it would, like, talk. Oh, no. So, like, she usually whistles when there was people around. You know, she... Mm-hmm. And, like, one of the things that we do is uh, we would say, oh, pretty girl, pretty girl. And she'd whistle it back, you know. <laughs> and there's times where she would just do that by herself. Like, nobody was there. And she'd just sit there. <laughs> like, as if somebody was talking to her. Like that, that house, the cat wouldn't even go up the stairs until somebody was at the foot of the stairs and turned on the lights so she'd run up. That's how bad that ha- The cats were fucking scared. Like, that's it. That house, it's still there. Like... <laughs> I Every don't... time we drive by it, he's like, that's the haunted house. And so, like, I used to drive by it on my way to work. And I would, every single time I drove past it, I'd, like, look over and, like, examine it. I'd, like, slow down a little bit. I was like, I want to see the creepy girl in the oh, window. I didn't tell you about part two yet, I what? think. Part so, two. Part two with that same house. So we're going back uh, probably, it was, like, a year before I met you. Mm-hmm. So probably, like, 2018, okay. early 2019. We were talking to another friend of ours that came up here. You know him. Um, about the house. And he was like, I want to fucking see this house. And it was up for sale at the time. So we called the realtor. This was like 7 o'clock at night. I think you did tell me about this. I probably did. But they called the realtor. They were like, yeah, we want to see the house. She's like, yeah, I'll come by in like 30 minutes. So we went over there with cameras and everything. This lady didn't show up. Like at all. Like, we started, like, there wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, a horror movie where the car's in the driveway. Like, the, the house took her. Nothing like that. But, like, this lady did not show up. Like, she was so set on, yeah, I'll show you it in half hour. Yeah, let's go. She just didn't show up. And then we had digital cameras. And we would sit there and fucking take pictures of the house, like, right up to the garage window. And the camera would just shut off. And we checked these fucking cameras were at full power when we left. Like, we made sure. And we were trying to take, like, we booted up again try to take another picture it would just die then we boot it up again try to take another picture it died we did this like four or five times and we still waited for this freaking realtor lady to show up never shows up so we're like okay fuck it we're leaving we left got back home turned on the camera and we're like taking pictures works perfectly fine and then when we looked at the other pictures there was like two pictures that were really noticeable it was the garage windows i'm not gonna say you see a face or anything but you see like there's something like I do remember it could have been somebody like pressed a window at one point but you do see like a handprint on a window but then you see like I guess like ghostly like fog in the window in like weird shapes Hmm. so yeah I don't care what anybody says that house is haunted and those people that are there currently because we see we see that house all the time they're demented or something because they're the longest people stayed there a while that house the longest I've seen anybody stay before the current tenants is like six months that's the longest. It'd be, How long was your family there? We were there probably six months. Probably no, probably a little bit more than that. But we were all pretty much in denial. Freaking like it didn't. It didn't start haunting right away. Okay. It was like after two or three months. But at that time, my family argued all the damn time, so we probably gave it power. And I know my sister did shit with a Ouija board. I told you that. Yeah. And so we can blame your sister. Yeah, probably. <laughs> all I know is that fucking house. I don't care who you are. That that house is haunted. I'm not going to say it's haunted like in uh, that one show that Ghost Adventure has, Demon House. Oh, That they okay. threw down, they tore down the whole house or anything. We call them BS in that house. Uh, but Ghost Adventure is ha- super played on. Zach, <laughs> no, I, just, I, I call, need you to calm down. No, yeah. I believe, I I, trust me, I, bu- I believe you with that because I love Ghost Adventure, but I know it's bullshit. But that fucking house, I was, I was literally, I'm not a skeptic. I wasn't believing in ghosts. I didn't believe in spirits. That fucking house made me believe real fucking quick. <laughs> 
Oh, man. If anything Zach Bagans is involved in makes you like believe in something real quick. No, I, not I, Demon House. I'm talking about the house I was in. Oh, the house you were yeah, in. Yeah, no. There okay, that house fucking... There was no, a time where what? I got locked out in the garage and I had to break the door down because I thought I was home alone. And I oh. scared the fuck out of my sister because she was home. I fucking went like this and just back rammed into the fucking garage door that goes into the house like into the kitchen area and I fucking break it open she comes running down thinking somebody's breaking into the house this house had us all so on fucking edge and I knew I unlocked that door but it locked behind me and I broke it down and she comes running down she's like what the fuck happened I was like I got locked out I didn't think anybody was home like what the fuck and she's like dad's gonna be pissed dad wasn't pissed if anything he was shocked that I did that that he wanted me to sign up for football but yeah no, that, that fucking house had everybody on edge so that there's is- a spooky story for you you joining the football team <laughs> see I I don't know I, I don't really have any spooky stories but I've been to there's one place that I've been to that scared the living hell out of me. It was, uh, so I was in college, and as we all have known, I wasn't the smartest when I was the youngest. Um, to be fair, and, we all don't know because we didn't know you at the time. Go on. Fair enough. Um, I, I used to work at a summer camp, and instead of like kids coming to like a camp area, I worked at the in the day, day camp program. Ugh. Uh, and so we would actually bring camp to different communities all around like Southeast Michigan. Okay. Um, which was really awesome. Um, worked with a lot of like underprivileged kids who, you know, they couldn't afford to go to camp and stuff like that. Um, but we ended up over in, uh, the Northville area, Plymouth, Northville area. And I don't know how, but one of the other counselors that, I was rooming with because we would, you know, we would stay with like a host family in the area and stuff. Um, one of the counselors found out that there was the abandoned Northville Psychiatric Hospital, Ooh. and it was abandoned for about like fifteen to twenty years. Like when we were there, which was like I want to say it was either two thousand ten or two thousand eleven, like okay. that summer. And of course, like you're not allowed to go there. Yeah, but we had heard. Like, as soon as, like, we had heard that, we looked it up. It looked really creepy online. We're like, all right, we got to go check this out. <laughs> of course. <clears throat> and the thing that we were trying to do was we were trying to find, because it, it was like a big campus, like almost like a kind of like a college campus. There was like the main hospital building, but then they had different areas for like longer term residents, like people that would live there, whether they were patients or, or on staff, like doctors and nurses and stuff. Um, but everything was connected by these underground tunnels. Oh, yeah. They always had the underground tunnels back then. Yeah, it was, it was built in the 50s. It's um, a way to transport the dead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody's seeing them, too, so. Yeah. Well, without spreading infection. <laughs> that, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you had tuberculosis. And well, that and, and even just, like, transporting people, like, between buildings and stuff like that, especially in winter. Yeah, uh, in Michigan. Here, yeah. And and that was back in the days when everybody was just terrified of a nuclear bomb going off everywhere. Yeah. So mm-hmm. everybody had something underground. Um, so we ended up sneaking onto the property, and we 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 first headed to uh, one of the like the longer term dorms because we figured that'd be a pretty easy place to find one of those tunnels, which we found. Um, <laughs> I'll admit, I I was too much of a bitch to actually go through the whole damn thing. Okay. Because I I made it, and I want to say, I mean, it felt like we were down there forever, but we didn't, we were dumb, because we didn't have any flashlights. We only had, like, our cell phones and stuff. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. 
<laughs> yeah, was it? We, we were was not planned. We were, have, no, we flashlights, were just, flares, everything you could think. Of. No, no, no. We were we were just map. We were map. Just, <laughs> we were so just like excited to be there. So anyway, um, we get out. Uh, there were there were two two times that people had pranked me this night. Um, we we had kind of backed out of trying to do, do the tunnels. We were like, all right, let's just go up. I mean, it's it's midnight, but the moon's out. Like, it was pretty close to a full moon because there's plenty of moonlight to see when you were out and about. So, like, all right, we'll make our way over to the to the main building. And, like, empty place. We get out where we're on, like, this little, like, service road, basically, surrounded by trees. And at the end of it, there's just this dude standing there <laughs> and holding a metal pipe. Oh. Oh. And we couldn't make out who this guy was. And he he keeps like banging the pipe on the ground. Oh no. And then and then just out of nowhere, he screams at the top of his lungs, drags the pipe on, across the ground as he sprints at us. Oh. That's horrifying. <laughs> I would have pissed myself. <laughs> no. He would have absolutely pissed me. Oh my god! I would have died. He was a big dude too, like not like huge. So like not like I think Cody, he saw the Michigan but... dog man. Michigan dog man with the left. It light. wasn't. <laughs> it, it ended up being one of the other. It ended up being somebody else that was working at the camp with us. Are you sure it was the Michigan dog man? I don't, I hope it wasn't. This dude's also a marine, which is why he was like oh. super intimidating. At him. <laughs> and he was just fucking with man. us no, the so whole when, time. When you said like he was a big dude, I'm imagining like not not built but like hefty. Now I'm imagining heft like built freaking built. like built like, like John Cena dude. looking guy just running. Yes, John That's Cena horrible. coming at you with a lead pipe. It was John yes. Cena with a lead pipe in the field. <laughs> Dude, we were just, we were out of our minds, like, just like, what the fuck is happening right now? We have no idea what's going on. I would have pissed myself and I would have just like, we're going to die. This is it. This is how I we was, go. Uh, we, we all, we all ran away. And, yeah, I bet. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> we all started running until we finally, he, he kind of got into a point where like, we could see who it was. We're just, <laughs> oh my God. Well, we don't, we don't, we know when there's a horror movie, you're, you're the first to go because... The guy caught up to you. No, I'm he was also a marine. Yeah, I don't think I'll be the first to go, but I don't think I'll last the entire movie. I'll just put it that way. I'm <laughs> not girl. So I, I do have another story. But oh, I, I got one more. more I got stories, one yeah. more prank though okay. that happened, and this one. <sighs> this one, dude. Oh no. Um, sigh. So we we eventually we it's make it into. We make it into the hospital, and we're just exploring. And it's it, it's it's both it's one of those things where it's both like really cool, really creepy, kind of beautiful, and kind of disgusting all at the same time. Because they left a lot of shit there. Okay. Yeah. And like, there's a lot of like graffiti and stuff, and some of it was really good, some of it was really racist, some of it was really white supremacist, like not okay. But, like, it was just one of those, like, abandoned places. Like, you didn't feel like you were in Northville, which is a really nice community, right? Like, if you're not from the area, Northville's pretty wealthy. So it's it's weird to be in this abandoned place in such a nice area. It felt like we were in the middle of Detroit. Okay. Um, 
But they left a lot of stuff there, which is just like really creepy. Like there were like dolls there. Oh no, that's it. I'm out. Uh, <laughs> there were a bunch of Bibles that were left over. Makes sense. Uh, a lot of yeah. the beds were there. Yep. Um, there were like uh, uh, surgery um, tools mm. that were left by left by. And there was there was this one moment where I'm I'm kind of just like I, I I had my camera with me, so I was like starting to take pictures and stuff. And oh, I was hoping it was a film camera. <laughs> it was a film camera. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I was like starting to like take pictures and and do stuff, and then I kind of like turned around and realized like I'm by myself. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, and and I'm just like, all right, well, whatever. I'm, you know. I'll just handle it. I'm not sure. Like, I was just like, all right, I'm just going to go back to, like, taking pictures of all this, like, stuff here and there and trying to just be like, I'll eventually run into someone, right? Like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. It's burning around you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like that meme where the dog's just sitting there like, I'm fine, and then the world's on fire. <laughs> That's kind of how it felt. And then I get to the operating room. And it's it's set up like a theater because it was, like, a teaching hospital. So they had, like, this huge viewing bay and I remember being up there and looking down and I was taking pictures of the place. And and if you go through, like, they have, like, the main doors in and out of the OR. And then there's, like, this one little door that just kind of, like, looked a little weird. It was, like, kind of almost like try, almost like trying to be hidden in the corner. Like, they, it almost kind of, like, blended in. So I was like, all right, well, what's this? I go to open it. I go to open it. And it's the fucking morgue. Oh. Oh. Did you find any bodies? Mm, kind of. Uh, oh. What do you mean kind of? We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> th- this is this is what happened. I, I was I, I, I kind of like make my way in there, and and I'm just like doing cameras, and all of a sudden I just hear these noises coming from like over my shoulder. Um. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Every time I like look up, I'd like turn around, and, and then it would be nothing. No one was there. I'm like, oh, fuck, these guys are messing with me again. Um. And it, so it was going on for about five minutes. So then I start just kind of like looking around. It's like, all right, I'm going to find you guys. Like, this is annoying. And I go to open the, there's, there is this wall and it had just like these, it almost looked like, um, vault doors or like what you would see as like a lock chamber. And I go to open it and out jumps one of my friends. Oh. Just oh, right at me. And that's the crematorium chamber. I don't know why this dude sat in there that entire time <laughs> waiting for somebody to come by. Like, had I not gone in this room, he probably would still be there today. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's horrifying. That's disgusting. That's dude, absolutely disgusting. I was like, I don't think he didn't realize what it was until I told him. I was like, dude, 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 no, the. the that's those are gas lines. <laughs> like they burned bodies in here, dude. See, like my first thought. That's horrible. My first, I, oh. I, I honestly, I've, I've never actually pissed my pants, but th- that was the closest I have ever come to just like full rabbit defense. Just I'm about to run away here. No, I don't. I'm playing <laughs> because there's this game called uh, Deep Sleep. It's a retro eight bit like first person game. So you gotta solve puzzles, blah blah blah. And there's this part where you go into the basement and there's like a furnace going with like one of those glass windows, like one of those old furnace. And it, like, it's a jump scare because the second you look at it and you click on it, there's just a hand, like hands just, just right onto the, onto the window and just like this 
fucking yell right at you. It's a jump scare that actually got me, and I was like, fuck that. That, that would have been the first thing going through my mind. Dude, it was... It was so freaking not okay. No. <laughs> I was scared so bad. Like, I've never... I'm usually pretty calm under that. Like, if I watch movies or play video games, like... Yeah, it's like, all right, jump scares are going to happen. It's like, sometimes sometimes I'll, like, kind of, eh, a little bit. But that's mm-hmm. about it, as much as anybody will ever get me. But I was full on, just, like, full reaction. Screamed, like, ran away. It's like, what the hell, man? I was so It's all right. Hell. This one jumps out and scares me at home right now. Oh, that was fantastic. This happened today, all right? So I went to, I was, I was, I got home. He was, like, right behind me. And... Not, like, right behind me, but he was, like, driving home, and he was, like, about ten minutes out, and I let the dogs out, and I went to the bathroom, and, like, when I'm in the bathroom, I heard him come in, and I had just, like, finished up and washed my hands and whatnot, and I hear him, like, make his way over to me, so I was like, ah, this is gonna be great! So I just, like, jumped out, I was like, bah! <laughs> he freaked out! There was another time where, um, he was... I forget what you were doing. I think you were in, like, letting the dogs back in or something, and I turned the light on for the bathroom, but the light on to the room was out, and I knew that you were going to come looking for me in a second, so I, like, crouched down behind the bed, like, at the foot of the bed where you would have to walk by me, and, like, I knew he was coming over to me because, like, you know, he just let the dogs in. He knew where I was. We were just talking, and so I stopped responding, and so now he thinks he can't hear me, or I can't hear him, and he starts walking after and like going towards the bathroom where I knew he would go he fell for my trap and I sprang out from behind the bed and he like screamed it was great one of these days she's gonna sit there and do that I'm gonna I'm not gonna think oh it's Hannah I'm gonna think it's an intruder and just bop her right in the fucking face and, and then it's just... I'm gonna tell everyone that you beat me <laughs> yeah, there's no win-win there. For no, you, no. So, that I'm happened. Kidding. I like, wouldn't actually do that. Some girl actually tried to scare a boyfriend by doing some shit like that. Like she hid in the in the bathtub with the curtains drawn, and she had the camera set up and everything. And he comes in and she's going like this, like just shimmy shimmering the curtains a little bit, trying to get his attention. And he's not thinking it's the girlfriend; it's somebody. And he just goes. Bam! It just starts decking her, and then she starts crying, and then he moves the curtain. He's I mean, like, oh, I'm sorry! She starts, she's just wailing her eyes out because she just got decked by this. I mean, at a certain dude. point, though, you can't be mad. Yeah, you brought it upon yourself. No, but it was, I wasn't expecting still sucks. that. Yeah, it still it sucks. It's just the fact that you weren't expecting that. He, like, full on, like, he was ready to kill somebody. Like, I mean, realistically, I would hope. That that you would be willing to kill somebody if they came and were intruding in the house. Yes, they were being fucking weird. You're just crazy. sitting oh, yeah, there exactly. and yeah. turn around. He's gone. I just just please don't don't do that kind of prank on me. <laughs> no, I, my reaction would be I'm gonna don't know who this person is, but there's somebody that's here that's not supposed to be. I'm going to defend myself and or Sarah. Because that's what's going to be going through my head. Not hey, this is probably Sarah pulling a prank. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. So I actually do have some... uh, I have a haunted house story. Okay. So I'm not going to go deep into the history of this house, but essentially it was my my biological dad's house when he moved back in state. So there were some things that had happened to this house prior to him getting it. Um, Essentially, you know, like drug addicts and shit. I mean, it was in like... It was in one of the big cities in Michigan where like that's kind of typical... 
And um, there was actually a murder there where she, this this lady had killed her, um, I think it was her boyfriend or her husband, I don't remember, but then she had gotten kids in on it to try, like, she dragged the body over to what turned into my sister's room, and she tried to dump him in a river that went through, and she got caught because they had stolen an ambulance to do this. And I think she's in prison now. I don't know. I looked into it at one point. I assume she's in prison. That would make sense. Um, but he ended up getting this house, um, like, not right afterwards, but shortly there afterwards. And they had left, like, a bunch of stuff there. So he had to clean it all out. And, like, I was helping him do it and whatnot. And then he started living there. And when he was living there, I would go up and I would, like, you know, hang out, we'd drink, and then I would, like, sleep on the couch because, you know, I get drunk, I don't want to drive home, he's a responsible adult, he's not gonna let me drive home, I can sleep on his couch, it's fine. Um, but one of the, after she had dragged him into what turned into my sister's room, she had, like, brought him into, I think it was the basement, or no, it happened right in front of the basement door or something, they got the whole history on the house, I don't remember, um, but... There were a lot of times where I would be sleeping on his couch, and the way the house worked was you come in the front door directly into, like, their living room, the couch is right on the left of the door, and then they have their dining room on the right, and, like, their kitchen past the dining room, but if you went straight through the front door past the couch, you would go past the basement door, and if you kept going, there were some bedrooms and whatnot, and I would be sleeping on a couch right by the front door, and just, like maybe 10, 15 feet away was the door to the basement, which they always kept closed. And this was the kind of door that wouldn't just open, you know, on its own. They had cats, but the cats didn't really like going in the basement if they could help it. And there were a lot of times where I would be sleeping on the couch and then I'd wake up and hear the door just like kind of creak open. And this was like early a.m. like everyone's asleep everyone's drunk and passed out so like I've woken up now because the door to the basement's been opened and there's no reason for it and it was an older house so you know maybe it was like the door like swelled or like closed because you know like AC or whatever so that's what I always rationalized it was and then at one point my dad and his girlfriend they were sleeping like absolute shit and they kind of wanted to figure out why and they had they had found one of those apps that you know you get and they like record your sleep they you like you put it on your bed they tell you how much you're moving tell you if there's any sounds that you've made and things like that so they did one of those um just to see like if there was anything they could do if they were snoring or like maybe they had sleep apnea and like maybe maybe they didn't have the money to go get it treated by a doctor like you know beforehand you want to try to like figure it out yourself before you go spend all that money so they recorded themselves sleeping and on the recording you could hear people arguing like it was it was way at night they were home alone at this point um the only kid that was in the house was sleeping in the, so it was two stories, but the upper story was, is kind of like a walkway to almost an attic. That's what it felt like, because there was the, the little, what's it called? Not steeple, but you know what I mean? Like oh, the, more like a the V, yeah, yeah, the pointed roof. Yeah. So like the rooms that up, that were up there had that point oh, the to them. Oh, the vaulted ceilings. Vaulted ceilings, yeah, but they were like lower down. It was just kind of rooms that were tucked away. Yeah. So the only kid that was in the house was sleeping in one of those rooms above them. Um, 
and on the recording you could you could hear people arguing and saying like you just you should just fucking kill him like fuck you and all of these things and then after that they stopped recording themselves sleeping they were like never mind we're not doing this anymore and then of course they tell me about it at fucking halloween when we're drinking witch's brew so i was like thanks awesome but it wasn't like a scary story to them like this is just around the time that they had decided to do it good times see we I, did no oh, go on i have no idea why anybody would want to record themselves sleeping no ever of any kind <laughs> like no I don't understand that. The, the, the logic does it's so weird and creepy. I don't think I could fall asleep. <laughs> no, no seriously, like, if I knew somebody was recording me while I was sleeping, even if it was me or Sarah, <laughs> I'd, I, I'd be just up tossing and turning. Like, this is fucking weird. No. I actually did it at one point because, like, um, I don't know, like, I, I, I had the ad pop up on my phone and I was like, I'm not really having trouble sleeping, but I wonder if I still talk in my sleep because, like, I used to when I was a kid. So I was like, fuck it, I'll record myself. And so, like, I set it under my pillow and, like, I think this was when I was with you. And it, you kind of fucked it up because, you know, you can't, not like you fucked it up, but like, I didn't know when I was moving in my sleep because you're also there. So I was like, oh, well, maybe that was him. But I think it picked up some of your snoring. <laughs> and I didn't really talk in my sleep. So like, and there, another feature of this app was that it would track your sleep cycle mm -hmm. and it would tell you, it would like set an alarm. You would say, hey, I want to wake up around this time. And then you would say, it's okay if I'm like a half hour early or half hour later. And you know, at the time that sounded like it was good. Mm -hmm. But then I would wake up, because I get up at like 4.30 for work every day. And I started waking up at like 4. And I was like, no. Going back to bed. And then there was one instance where I woke up at like 5.10. And I was like, I gotta be at work right now. This is usually when I leave. And I was like, I didn't set this right. Hmm. I'm, I'm just going to stop now. <laughs> See, we did a... <clears throat> not at the haunted house. It was uh, it was like the apartment we got after the next house of the haunted house. We did we did an EVP type of thing. Because my sister, my sister was infatuated with the whole ghost hunter shit. And she wanted to try to do what she called ghost girls. Which it was basically, you know, ghost hunters, but with girls. And... She did an EVP. We didn't get anything creepy, but we did get something. Because randomly you just hear, like, they're asking random questions. And we just hear mirrors. Just randomly. It wasn't me. Wasn't it? it was a guy's voice. And I was the only guy in there, and I didn't say it. You just hear mirrors randomly. And it wasn't even, like, an answer to any of the questions. But that's probably the creepiest EVP I got. I didn't get like, get out of the house. Or... It's kind of like when last Halloween, me, you, and Sam did a Ouija board. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was not. I never, no, he was not. I never actually thought any of those were worth the money. And I still wouldn't really say that it's worth the money. No. But I'm I don't positive know. your sister was the one doing that, too. I, I'm not sure, honestly. <laughs> oh, I'm positive. You still think our house is haunted, though. So. No, you still think our house is haunted. You're always the one that bring it, brings it up. I don't think it's haunted you both now. bring it up. I was always the one that said, I don't know if this is actually haunted. You, and you, would you actually, the both of you, actually sat there and said that you feel uncomfortable in the den, so... Well, yeah, but we also rationalized that since we did a lot of work on the house, there was um, exposed wiring, which can cause paranoia. And then after we fixed that switch, I haven't tested the theory. Because we did fix that switch. Alright, well we need to... That's fair. Yeah, we need to check it out then. I do have something similar to your asylum 
story. Okay. I've never been there. I don't know anybody who's actually been there, but there was Seaview Hospital back in Staten Island. I think they tore it down now, but I do remember it like it was it was pretty haunted from what everybody talked about. Like it even made the newspaper, it made news mm-hmm. and they actually had to put out like a warning to anybody who tries to go there. Like they told people don't go there, but if you're going there, be careful because right through the front door there was a big hole that people would fall through and Mm. it was like it was one of those holes that so like it was like three floors up and then like three floors down or something like that Mm -hmm. that um the hole actually went all the way down which like the last floor was flooded but like it was jagged the whole way down so if you fell down you hit your head on this floor and then you bounce back hit your head on that floor and like you'd be fucking dead because you went down three stories cracking your head the whole way down they actually had to put a warning for that Hmm? You need a sign on the door. Big hole. <laughs> no, like, it was funny because... Danger. No, like, but it, it was actually Gosh. bad that they actually had to do a news report about it. Like, they actually showed you, they opened the door, and they're like, look. And you look down, and you've seen it. And so what, just tonight at 7, there's a big hole in the door. <laughs> and, <laughs> there's prob- a big hole. Don't go there. The, probably not to that extent, but... Yeah. Dude, honestly, if I saw something like that on the news, I'd be like, bruh, I gotta go check out this hole. <laughs> like, I, well, I, I have to see because, Got like, any glow sticks? Let's go. No, but the reason why they put it out was because there were actually people that were going to go see this and then die. Like, it was... that. That's another reason why they said the place was haunted. Because people would literally go... And we're talking teenagers. I, I was young at the time. I don't even think CV Hospital's around. And I think they actually tore that down and developed it into, like, a housing development or something. But, Probably for the best. Yeah. But yeah. it was just the fact that teens would go in and... They, it, it's kind of like that scene. Teens go in and never come out. Now they haunt the condos. It's, it's, no, but like, it sounds stupid, but it's like that scene in Home Alone 2 when he's like, Harry, I reached the top. And he takes that step and then just falls face <laughs> fucking down. It's like that, but like more graphic because he didn't just stop on that first stop. He hit his head, then he bounced back, and then he landed in water. Like, that's how bad it got that they actually had to put a warning out, so... Sarah, you got any creepy stories? You've been quiet. I have so many creepy stories. My life is just one great big creepy story. Um, which is odd because I don't necessarily believe in ghosts. Um, really? I would have thought that you would be the one that would not that would actually believe. I don't have enough empirical data to suggest that there are ghosts. There's enough empirical data to suggest that there's life on other planets. Not ghosts. Okay. Um, and I I don't know why I feel that way. I think part of it has to do with I don't really have too many experiences, but I also don't find a lot of the people who have told me ghost stories firsthand are credible, especially when I start poking my nosy-ass fucking questions <laughs> yeah. uh, like I do. And, I mean, I've had a couple of experiences that I can't necessarily explain Um, only because, like, they were, I don't know. I feel like they must have been, like, a trick of of something. Because I do remember distinctly when I was, like, really little. Not really little. I was, like, seven. My grandmother passed, and she used to go outside and smoke right after she would put me and my sister to bed. And I would always hear her go out there, uh, because I would just be falling asleep, or I'd be staying up late past my bedtime to watch Toonami and watch anime. (laughs) Uh, Good times. You know, it was it was fun. It was a good time. And then after she passed, um, I kept hearing the 
screen door open by, like, my side of the house because uh, we had two front doors, essentially. Um, we didn't have a garage. It was a modular home that had been put on top of a dugout basement and uh, then had an addition put on one side so that it was a little bit bigger. And we had a porch swing out there for my grandmother. So that's where she would always sit. And my room was, like, right where the addition began. So it was pretty kind of in the middle um, between, like, the kitchen and then that door. And every so often I would hear that door open. And my mom didn't smoke. And my aunt, who had lived with us when my grandmother was alive, she had moved to um, Georgia to be with her sister. So it was just me, my mom, my sister... And my stepdad at the time. And, like, I would just hear this door open. I was like, what the fuck's happening? Um, and it just felt like I wasn't supposed to hear it. So I would just, like, cover my head and go to bed. I was seven, you know, what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really think about it too much after that. I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just going to avoid that. <laughs> of course, it was shortly after that that I started seeing, like, shadow people, uh, just, like, in the corner of my eye. <laughs> to look on David's face when you said that. <laughs> Mostly happened when I was a teenager, and I would see them, like, off in the distance as I was, like, walking around my neighborhood, mm-hmm. and it was fucking creepy as hell. Logically, it was just somebody walking in the neighborhood. Everybody in my parents' neighborhood walks. They all have fucking dogs. They all want to be healthy. They're all the old people who have nothing better to do with their time. So they all walk. So realistically, that's what it was. It scared the shit out of me as a kid. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I bet. Not knowing anybody around and my mother being absolutely paranoid because she was obsessed with JonBenet Ramsey. Mm-hmm. So obviously, oh. I was the next. <laughs> I would be the next that was killed. No. <laughs> no, thank you. No. I kind of know what you mean, though, about, like, seeing, like, shadow people out of the corner of your eye when you're, like, a teenager. Because, I don't know, I'm thinking maybe it was, like, for me, walking around my childhood home, there were some times where, like, I would go to, and it was a pretty big house, but their front door, there was, like, a little entryway, and then there was a staircase, there was a branch off to the, um, the second room, I think is what we called it. The living room, but it was... It, there were a lot of rooms in this house. Family room? No. Because like there was a different room that was the family room. I had a big house. It was bad. And then, um, if you went the other way, you got to, um, my dad's office. And then if you turned the corner, my adopted dad's office, and you turned the corner, there was a little hallway where the basement was, and then the second bathroom, and then it went into the dining room and the kitchen. And sometimes when I was going from... And then past the dining room the kitchen was the family room and then the other dining room was on the other side sometimes when i was walking either i didn't really like going into the other dining room i don't know why but if i was walking from the family room like through the dining room towards the front sometimes i i think i was just like change of light you know but i would like look and like i would see like some shadowy figure thing and it looked like a people but then it would just, like, be gone shortly afterwards. I didn't really like that house, though. I always got a bad vibe about that house. I had I had a system for when I went to bed late. I would have a system of turning on and off light switches, so I was always in a lit room. 
because I just always had a bad feeling about that house, and I would, they would always yell at me for it because I would they, I would wake them up with like the light coming under their door as I got to my room. It was bad. See, when I was young, my system was you run and hit the light switch on the way. That was that, I think that was like a lot of like New York people mm-hmm. thing because we always had like long hallways in the apartments, mm-hmm. so we just fucking run and hit the light before we get into the room before the boogeyman got before us before the shit. monster's chasing you yes anyway so I have a question for everybody yeah since we're talking spooky stuff spooky shit what is your guys' favorite horror movie oh that's a can of worms that's a big can of worms <laughs> alright I'll go first then <laughs> okay 2017's It <clears throat> that was both of them good. like chapter 1 and 2 or chapter 1 Chapter one, okay. I think I mean I enjoyed chapter two, but it's clearly not as good as chapter one. Right. Chapter two is never good as chapter one. It doesn't matter which version. Yeah. Um. No, that's that's always my go-to. Okay. Movie. For sure. Mm-hmm. Mine. There's two that comes to mind. Either the thing, but I feel like the thing was more because it was the only horror movie my dad would watch with me, or Jeepers Creepers. Not bad picks. I wasn't really allowed to watch horror when I was a kid. When I got to my teen years and I got kind of like introduced to it, I really did like Nightmare on Elm. The original or the remake? Uh, I don't remember. That's a good question. I don't think I've seen the remake. Really? Okay. So the original. Okay, so the Robert Englund. Yeah. Okay. We gotta watch the remake. Okay. No, you don't. So the difference between the original and the remake, the main thing is like, okay, Robert Englund was really good, but mm-hmm. he was like more funny. Where yeah. the remake, I'm not saying the remake was better, but let's face it, the guy was trying to be more scary than Robert Englund was. There is one part in the remake that was pretty good that like I sat there and I watched it and I was like, that's fucked. And it's, he literally like blows the guy's heart out mm-hmm. and the guy falls over, but like the kid was dreaming. Mm-hmm. So he's hanging upside down in the dream world and he's like, you know the the brain is still active for 15 minutes when the heart stops beating? And he looks at his watch. He's like, we still got 12 minutes left to play. I was like, that's fucked up. You can't even have a quick death like that. That's just shit. But, like, I saw that part, and I was like, okay, they did good at least with that. I have thoughts about remakes. <laughs> <laughs> you have thoughts about so many thoughts I, about horror movies. I have so many thoughts about so many things. I love horror movies. Horror movies and horror... Even tangential horror stuff is is just my jam, um, which is why it's a can of worms to ask me what's my favorite horror movie. Well, I guess because like there's different categories. Well, I guess like what yeah. is the one that you always go back to, the one that you always rewatch. There's like seven. That's okay. What are the seven? Yeah, what no, are the seven? seriously. No, I believe there her. are so many. I believe her, but what are the one seven? One of them is. The chapter one, one of, it. of it. I I do like the remake one. That's the one that's usually most available. So um, there's that. Um, I really like old slasher, so I like Na- Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween a lot as well. Okay. Um, I also really like sci-fi, so I also like Alien. Um, the thing is fun, but Alien's better. I don't say. I'm not gonna say you're wrong or anything with that I, the main thing I liked about the thing was the fact of like the paranoia because you didn't know who was the thing but Alien was yeah. more 
gory and scare factor. I th- well, not gory, but scare factor for sure. I think it just was a much better thriller. I find that the thing is just kind of boring yeah. after a while. Like, the first time, yes, it's thrilling. If you haven't seen it in a long time, yes, it's great. But you can't watch it over and over again, like, I all can. the time. <laughs> um, let's see, what else is there? You picked you picked the spooky subject. I'm trying to think of like we're literally drinking out of Halloween glasses. Yeah, we are. You know why? Because I'm fucking cool. (laughs) (laughs) Where's my? uh, Thank you. Sorry. Now I gotta pull up my like Netflix list because I I'm so bad with names. Um, That's why I really like when I can catalog things into lists on apps. Uh, I could well I could say a worse horror movie that I've seen. I guess. Yeah. Only because it pissed me off more than anything. I don't remember the name of it. I think it was literally just called Zombie Apocalypse. And this is when Netflix literally just threw anything on whatever they had. They still do. Oh, I gotta shit. find them. Yeah, but this one was this was like bad. I mean, back in the day, they had they actually had porn on Netflix, but that's a different story. Um, I'm, I'll tell you that in a minute. But Ooh, <laughs> I see that's David good. But... That's a story for another time. Oh, but, I also um... love like classics like The Grudge. Okay. The grudge is fucking amazing. But, um, no, so, like, it was, like, Zombie Apocalypse or something. It was just a basic name, like, Zombie Apocalypse. V- Ving Rhames was in it, so I know that much. It wasn't, like, Dawn of the Dead. It was another zombie movie he was in. But... Zombieland? Not Zombieland, no. Oh, he wasn't in that. so good. Ving Rhames? He wasn't in that. Oh, no, he wasn't in that. But, no, um... So, like, throughout the whole movie, you get zombies, you get this, you get that. Like, they kind of hint that, like, oh, like, you might see a zombie dog or something, you know? And I think, if I remember correctly, I think there was a zombie dog, but it was like a brief moment thing. But what got me pissed off was like at the end. The main thing was they were trying to get to like this dock area. So, because apparently there's one of those, you know, ships that'll come by, pick up survivors and go to an island that's safe and all that shit. And you see like all this blood just like dragged around and you're like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's kind of got you on your seat at first. And then out of fucking nowhere, there's this zombie tiger that pops out because apparently it escaped the zoo and I'm like are you fucking kidding me zombie fucking Bengal tiger just fucking pops out and I was like they couldn't make a better climax like a horde or something they picked a fucking zombie tiger which then Ving Rhames gets hit and he's dying they threw the zombie tiger in the water somehow if I remember correctly and they just sat at the docks and wait for the ship and then like you see like the ship's coming but, like, that's it. But it just pissed me off that out of everything, it was, like, a zombie fucking tiger. Like, there was no explanation as to why the fuck it's there in the first place. So it's like, what the fuck? You know a really bad horror movie you guys should all watch? I think I know what you're going to say. Stitches. Oh, no. That's oh, not what I thought you were going to say. that's been on my list for a long time, actually. Oh, it's great. Be- There's also a clown. Oh, yeah. On, like, AMC Plus. I don't think I've heard Amazon. of that one. It's... There was Terror Tunes. Um, I remember that. I don't remember that. But you know, one of my all-time favorites is Creep on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's fucking weird. Love it. There's also <laughs> Malevolent on Netflix, and I really like that one. It's got little girls with mound stitch closed. Ooh. See, Terror Tunes, I remember Terror Tunes because this, I was like teenage years, and it was... A-
first girl you see. It's one of those movies that tries to be like, oh, look, this girl's got tits showing, you know, TNA for the kids, whatever. And, like, you see her, and I'm like, all right, those tits are obviously fake. Is she a porn star? And I, like, IMDB'd the movie. Sure enough, she was a porn star. I was like, yeah. okay. That explains it. But, like, the movie was just so fucking stupid and terrible. It's like they conjure up these... It was like a cartoon gorilla and, like, this cartoon scientist. But, like, it's guys in costumes. Like, mascot-looking costumes. And they had, like, one guy laugh his lungs out, literally, and shit like that. It was just a really stupid movie. See, I don't know. I I always think of horror, and I think back to kind of, like, how, like, Evil Dead was and Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween when it all first came out. And it was considered really lowbrow. It it was considered barely... uh, at times a step above and other times a step below being in porn um and that's why it's so raunchy when you look at some of that old stuff that's why robert england is like making books <coughs> and doing like fucking yeah. dumb shit and why um you know you always it's where those stereotypes kind of like came from was people acting extra stupid because mm-hmm. hey, this is a dumb horror movie why do i need to be serious this isn't serious and it's become one of the biggest best-selling genres yeah. in all of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, gotta tell ya, Universal Studios is making a shit ton of money on Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. Uh, I would love a free ticket to go. Thank you, <laughs> Orlando Universal Studios. <laughs> when you finally give me a free ticket, I, I will think... be saying thank you. So this is a future thank you. You'll get another one when I finally get one. I think, <laughs> I think they actually have a Killer Clowns thing over there now. I, I, I think they do. I think yeah. so because they they're making a game of it now, and I think that they actually do have a Killer Clowns. It's thing probably there. like a paintball thing. No, it's just oh. From I've seen videos of it. It's just like one of those crappy uh, Halloween houses where like they come out and then they go back in. To the back of the wall and oh kind of like when we were at uh, Mackinac yeah we actually so when we went on vacation we went up to so Mackinac dumb. Island and, and <laughs> there was the Haunted oh. Museum it was a haunted, no, it was a haunted theater haunted theater there. oh we, we almost did that and, and I don't remember I, that no because I saw it I was like, this sounds really dumb. Let's go. And I did not expect what we got. I thought that I it was going to be... I wasn't expecting it at all. I thought it would be, like, maybe some <clears throat> dumb, like, cutesy Halloween skits with, like, yeah. jump scares and people, like, coming up by the audience. That it would be, like, a theater. And that they probably used it as a theater before. No. This was a walkthrough of very creepy statues. And some of them were, like, animatronic, quote-unquote. And they would, like... You had to walk past a sensor and then it would very slowly kind of... Oh, no. And, like, sit up and look at you. Um, (laughs) Some of them were very poorly done. They were very old. You could tell that they have not been touched up. Very old. And then other ones were just kind of terrifying to look at. Um, Less, like, slasher horror. More, like, demonic, like, circles of hell type horror statues like Hellraiser like, type like, shit no like there was a creepy ass demons and and demons like all oh, like grotesque looking like beings. would like, sit in my living room and take up this whole living room size oh now I wish we would have gone cause no I remember seeing it but I thought it was a show and then we went to the mirror maze instead which was I would have went to that instead of the mirror maze I mean I'll, I'll give them this credit like the the designs of some of those figures were really unique like I've never yes. seen stuff like that before 
Not to their credit, though, it was very dark. I'm so blind. Please, yes. light. Pathway's better. I no, need to be able to No, I remember see. when we went to that haunted house last year. You and were, I still we were literally, see. like, holding hands so that I could just guide you through because I have good night I, vision. I literally couldn't see anything. I was like, Hannah, Hannah, I can't fucking see. Where am I? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, here, just grab a hold. We agreed to be at the front because, like, I don't give a shit. I'll, I'll fucking just go, ah! You got me. <laughs> Good one, buddy. <laughs> it was really entertaining. <laughs> because, like, I just have fun. I, I just, I enjoy getting bitch scare every now and again. Because, like, there's not a lot of horror stuff that really gets me anymore. Um, except for jump scares. So I'm like, yeah, get me. See, I don't mind getting scared with anything. It's just, if I feel like that's fucking dumb, why do I get scared of that? Oh, like, yeah. alright, I don't like animatronic or mannequin type things like they don't scare me at the store or anything like that but if you just see like a random mannequin it's like no but uh but um like okay five nights at freddy when that was big all right i didn't have it yet i was watching markiplier play it Mm -hmm. and the first time i actually got scared from the game was a really stupid moment because it was when he first encounters foxy because you hear the of like Foxy starting to move and then he looks at the camera and I see the fucking you see it right there and he's like oh no you see Foxy just running down that hallway and then he went to exit out to, turn, to close the door but then Foxy popped in when Foxy popped in I was watching this on my phone but I was like really close like watching really intensely on my phone because I was like what the fuck is this is this a new game and fucking Foxy came in. He got scared. I almost threw my phone in the fucking living room. I was like, why was I scared of that? Yeah. I'm not even playing a game and I got scared of something stupid. You know, like... It's like that maze game that came out when I was a kid. Oh, I'm... Go on. Where you had to... Um, and it started out really simple. And you could trick your friends to play it because it was new. And, like, it, there weren't a whole lot of games out for PC. And this is one that you could just search for online. And it was, like, I think it was just called, like, the maze game. And you started off, like, you can't touch the walls. And so, like, the first couple times you touch a wall, you know, like, you die and you start over. But you just go, like, straight over. And then you went, like, through a zigzag. And then eventually you got to, like, it was, like, five levels in. It was, like, this real, real hard maze. And you got to this end section where the width of the walls was literally like the exact same width of the little dot that you were moving. So it was, you were designed to fail this level like you were supposed to because if you failed in this tiny little section, instead of just dying and starting over at the beginning, this face would appear and it would be like this horribly demented like zombie face and it would just scare the shit out of you and it'd make this screaming noise. I I remember getting tricked into it, freaking out and not touching the computer for like a week after that. I think it was the girl from The Exorcist that would pop up. Her face. Probably. Reagan or whatever. If I remember it correctly. She'd just pop up and you just hear like this fucking scream. I remember, oh, I, I, remember I pulled that shit on my dad. He was pissed. <laughs> my dad does not like horror shit. I remember watching videos of people reacting to like things like this. And there was this one that was just so funny to me. It was an overreaction for sure. But you could tell that it was genuine because the guy like dropped the mouse, punched through his monitor, flipped his table, and then you could see he was pissing his pants all at the same time. It was, <laughs> it was fantastic. And it probably ruined this guy's life, but it was my life livelihood for like all of 
like an entire year in school, I would just show people this video. It's like, hey, look at this guy. See, what, I what made would, friends. What would get me laughing with dad was if you showed him anything, his his mind took over, and that was like the worst part. Like he was a truck driver, and he saw Jeepers Creepers too, and he calls me up one day. He's like. I fucking think about that fucking movie. I'm like, what movie? He's like, the thing in the cornfields. I'm like, what? What? Children of the corn? He's like, no, the fucking thing with bat wings. And I'm like, the bat. Was it Jeepers Creepers? He's like, yeah, I'm driving through this fucking cornfield right now. And that's all I'm thinking about. You know, fairness, cornfields are fucking terrifying, no, but, dude. No, but his, his imagination got the worst of him. One time we went into Summit Mall. And at the same time, Dead Rising came out, and I was playing Dead Rising a lot in the living room on the fucking Xbox. And, and we went into Summit Mall. There's nobody there. And he's like, "This reminds me of that fucking game." And I'm like, "What game are you talking about?" He's like, "What the zombies in the mall?" I'm like, oh, Rising. Was the Summit Mall that we used yeah. to in Waterford. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. went in there when it was closing, and it was funny because Toy Box was still in there, so that's why I would go. And we go in one of these days where there's like nobody around. There's like one security guard. You might see like one or two people walk in, and he's like, "It's reminds me of that fucking remember, game." <laughs> I remember going in there when it was dead, and there was like J.C. Penney's. There was one just weird ass uh, thing in the food court, and I think there was like a Sears, mm-hmm. but like the J.C. Penney and the Sears were on the opposite sides of the mall, so you had to go walk through the middle of the mall to get to the other. And there was, yeah, there was no, no, it was fucking dead. Like it was it, just dead, and it's just funny because he's like it reminds me of that fucking game. <laughs> also, may have visited that after it got closed down. Really? Yes. See, I never, I know like Sears were there for a while. Like Sears was the thing that was like no, building I mean, building like, there. No, I know what you mean, out. but yeah, what was it like? Um, honestly, it wasn't much different than the like. When it was, when it was hardly anybody there, to be honest. Okay. Because it was pretty, like, I mean, it was, there was, it was dying for, like, from, like, 1995 until, like, 2005. Like, that decade period, things just cleared out of that mall, yeah. and it was, there was hardly anything left Yeah. by then. Yeah, no, the last store I went into in that place was Toy Box. That's when I got the Resident Evil fucking chainsaw controller. I remember that place though. It was I don't know, it was it was a weird mall. Well it's just the fact that it was empty. It didn't have a conventional layout and I I just remember like that place started dying off like when they built Great Lakes. Yeah. That was when the place started going downhill, but it that whole area now, like I remember like as a kid I mean, they had, like, Sam's Club over there. They had Target. They had, um, like, a bunch of those big chain stores that you that always do well and that are doing yeah. well to this day, all gone from that area. Mm-hmm. There's, I remember driving by there the other day, and there's an old car dealership that, like, went out of business from that area or moved or whatever. And it says, you know, the name at the top, Chevy and Pontiac, Saturn, and then Geo. Metro Geo, they sold those there. Fuck, That's how it. long ago that place yeah, was just I don't, left. I, don't, I don't even think I've seen a Geo anytime recently. No. Like, I think the closest thing to that era was a Lincoln Town car that I see. I don't think I've ever seen a fucking Metro Geo lately. Nope. I mean, they used to be everywhere. Remember those little, before they became Chevy trackers, they had like the Geo trackers. Yeah. And, and a couple of other ones, but yeah, there's 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 still the Geo Metro dealership sign <laughs> hanging out over there. It's just like a time capsule, man. Yeah. Well, 
Speaking of time, that's about our time. So let's talk about the wine we drink. Uh, David, you called it like basic white girl. I stand by that statement. It tastes... If, if you somehow took all the characteristics of a basic white girl in the fall and distilled that into a wine, that is what this is. It definitely has pumpkin spicy notes to it. And like, I don't know, it just kind of tastes like white girl autumn. Yes. Yes, yes it does. It's it's sweet. Too it's sweet. Too sweet with the like the pumpkin spice. Yeah, it's like every annoying sorority girl in, in October. And boy, howdy, would I know annoying sorority girls? Yeah, me too. <laughs> See, I mean, I like I, I'm not a wine person at all. Like, she's been trying to get me into wine. I dr- I drink this. I like sweet. So I do like this wine. I really do. Part of it might be because it brings back good memories for me. But also, like, I don't know. I like the flavor. It's not too to me. It's not too sweet. But I also don't really like super dry wines. You're also young. I am also young. Um, it does have kind of a little bit of a, like an oaky flavor, I guess I would call it. Like a little bit, like a little hint in, just at in first until you get the, yeah, until you get the spice and then the spice takes over. Um, I think it has a nice amount of flavors to it. I'm by no means a wine expert, but I have drink, drink, eh drank a lot of wine in my day, I guess. Not that my day's been very long, but I don't know. I think it has nice hints of many different flavors to it. Um, It's not too hard going down. It's not too smooth going down either. Um, It leaves a nice Stafford taste. I mean, the label's nice. The label definitely grabbed my attention. It's printed on straight. From last week's episode. Like, you can tell too, because there's like a separate label, there's a label above the label. I'm pretty sure and they, they have line up perfectly. I'm pretty sure they have machines for that, David. What do you know? <laughs> um For those of you that don't know, he's giving me shit for last week's drink that I made. Go check out that that audio. I do like the rim the ring that they have around the rim the of the witch's, witch's hats. hats. I don't yeah. know. I feel yeah. like that was a nice touch. It's cute. cute. It's definitely cute. Uh, I think this is too sweet, personally. Um, I love the idea of a spiced wine, but I don't think that this really hits... doesn't hit the spot. It's not what I want. But I also like a bit of a drier wine, and I like it to be very oaky. See, I'm not a wine drinker, but I guess because of the fact that I'm not a wine drinker, that's what actually draws my attention to this, because I even asked for you to pour some more in my glass, so... Mm-hmm. Obviously, I liked it, so... I would say I would recommend it, and I guess taste, I would say probably like a 7 or an 8, just because I don't really like wine, and appearance is probably like a 6 or 7. It's going to drop a point because of David's remark, but you know. (laughs) David, what do you think, rating-wise? I mean, okay, rating-wise, appearance of of the actual wine itself, it did have a very nice rich color uh, for red wine. It wasn't, wasn't like... For a sweeter wine, normally I feel like they're a little almost like comically colored. They're they're mm-hmm. not very like bold colors. They're they're more like markers colors for yeah. some reason. This one, um, very bold color coloring to it. Um, in terms of the bottle, um, I don't know. I I think it. I mean, it's there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing that makes me want to look at this and think, yeah, okay. I'm going to give that a shot either. So I feel like 
I don't know the the logo on here, the witches brew like little graphic and everything they have like it 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 gets the job done, but it doesn't make me think that this is something that's meant to be all that special. Um, and I'm going to refer to how I feel about the way that it tastes, which is like a basic a basic white girl in the fall. Honestly, like that's that's the only way I can describe it. It's a sweet wine. That has notes of pumpkin spice to it. I, I and that's who this appeals to, and and on that level, I think it does very well. Um, it's not something that I would ever look at in the store and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna give that one a shot." Um, so just because of the way you said that sentence, how many basic white girls have you tasted? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> good, good answer. <laughs> Hannah? I think I would agree with you that this is um, mainly marketed towards kind of that crowd of people. Um, I feel like this is one, it is available year-round, I see it on the shelves year-round, but it seems like they do make more of it. It makes sense from a marketing standpoint that they would make more of it during, like, Autumn. October almost months because I mean this is something that you could pick up for a party maybe it is like a sorority party or something and you're like oh we're gonna drink witch's brew tonight it's at least thematic it has I feel like it's one of the wines that has the right flavors where everyone can be like oh well you know this is alright at least you know it's like it's drinkable it's something that can agree with everybody um but it definitely does Aim to please more of that basic white bitch crowd. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Numbers. I do like the label. So I'm going to give this a... um, I'm going to give it an 8 all around. I don't think I've found a drink that would give me a 10 yet. As a wine... Yeah, even the water? The water, actually, you're right. The water was a 10. Um, I'd give give this like an 8. Yeah, one outlier. Yeah, I, well, for me, because I never gave it a number, so I'm going to do that really quick. Honestly, as a wine, I would give this a four. As, as a drink overall, alcoholic or not, I mean, yeah, it's about four or five. But as a wine, it's definitely a four for me. Um, and that's because it feels like it can't make up its mind on what, it's, what it wants to be. Mm-hmm. Again who I've said this is for and how it's been distilled into a wine makes makes sense. But it's just, I don't know. I don't think it's all that good. It's not bad. It's not offensive. Yeah. It's drinkable. But I don't think it's anything to write home about or to do maybe more than once a year, personally. I'm definitely on the same page, and I definitely would not have suggested this if uh, it wasn't on sale. <laughs> <laughs> More than anything, I wanted to drink alcohol on the show, and um, we're getting into the colder days. It is now getting cool for, like, a significant amount of time, not just, like, a day at a time, but, like, a week. No, we started hitting fall pretty hard. Yeah, no, it is officially autumn. Yeah. Um, So I was like, ah, fuck it. Let's do some basic white girl shit. Well, I mean, we did the first mixed drink the other day, so the first Is that what you're going to call it? That I'm still sticking by that. But you mean hot sauce. I am still you mean hot by sauce. That, but this um, is the first alcoholic drink, at least. We did our first yeah. hot sauce last week. Yeah. Yes. Um, and our last. The, <laughs> oh, you don't know. The label... Yes, um, I do. The label... 
<laughs> the label is cute. It's not anything that would like turn my head really. Um, I think I saw this once when I was at a grocery store shopping in the middle of the night and was like looking at wine and I saw the orange stand out from everything else and I was like, Witch's brew, what the fuck is that? What what spices is that? And um when I finally tried it, I was like, this is nothing to write home about. This is a subpar wine, in my opinion. I do like Lulinau Cellars because I like Michigan wine. I think Michigan makes some of the best wine out there. Maybe I'm biased. Um, more than anything, I like all the little witch hat decorations because they even have a little witch hat in their QR code on the back of the bottle. Yeah, it's they do. It's super cute. It is. Um, the little witch hats, is, that's what gets me. That, that is why I bought this. That and um, the bottle cap says, drink up witches. <laughs> it does. It does. It's fantastic. Witches. It's adorable. I love it. I'm keeping it. Um, overall, like a four at most. Like a four when I'm feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. Too sweet for my taste. I like a dry, more oaky thing. Um, Cabernet, if I'm feeling the red. Chardonnay. Oh, so you like oaky, oaky. Oh, I like it oaky, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I like that shit in my face. Oak. Cabernet Sauvignon and Chardonnay. So the oh, oakiest. Yeah. The oakiest of the oaks. I could already I see that it that if shit. somebody that starts animating oak. this, because yeah. they always get animated in some way, yeah. shape, or form, she's just going to be, I want that oak in my face. And it's just her slamming her face into an oak tree. <laughs> just taking a big whiff. Yep. Ah, smells like wood. It smells like wood. <laughs> Excellent. Well, this has been Beverage for Our Thoughts. Thanks for getting a little intoxicated with us. Yes, yes, yes. Bye, fuckers. Tell us if you have any See ghost stories. Yeah, if you have ghost stories, email us at whatever the email is that John, you, you know the, on the end of this. They'll put a comment in whatever we post this on. You're gonna put it at the end of this yes. with all of our What's our email again? It's uh, brokenpartstudio at gmail.com. Email us there, ghost stories. I want ghost stories. Or alien stories. Or cryptid stories. If you've met Sasquatch, please write and tell me. <laughs> Please. Last week, Give a blind hiker creepy. felt them. <laughs> please. Or alien stories. If you've been abducted by aliens, if you've spoken with the greys, please, I want to know. Let us know if the anal probe is retired. All right. Bye. Bye. Anyway. Note. Bye, fuckers. So bye now. <laughs> this has been a Broken Parts production. Any opinions stated here are those created by the individuals who stated them. This content is not sponsored. New episodes of Beverage for Your Thoughts will be uploaded every Tuesday. If you have any questions, comments, feedbacks, or suggestions for a future drink, or if you just want to say hi, hi, you can reach us at Twitter at Broken Parts Pro.